A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. The Jordan Miles t-shirt controversy continues this morning. Plus, SmackDown goes down and Impact Wrestling goes back. For Tuesday, October 29th, 2019, this is your Cultaholic Daily News Podcast. I wake up every day chasing greatness, and I don't know if I'm going to ever catch it. But just pursuing it makes me a better person. And that's going the distance. And Jordan Miles, well... Jordan Miles just put every champion here in NXT on notice. I'm coming for you. So if you subscribe to the Cultaholic Daily News podcast, if you subscribe to Cultaholic on YouTube, if I was to say to you, Jordan Miles t-shirt, you're up to speed. Cool. Uh, So since the statement yesterday from the WWE regarding the controversial Jordan Miles t-shirt design, uh, we've heard nothing else from WWE. They have said that uh, Jordan Miles approved of the design. And they consult with their talent on T-shirt designs every single time. They haven't said any more since then, uh, but Jordan Miles certainly has. He tweeted out yesterday, when I originally saw the design, I was uncomfortable. Rather than addressing the issue, I decided to counter-offer with another. Baker Landon lied to my face. He said Triple H wanted this design, so my hands were tied. I spoke with Triple H in person, and his impression was that I approved. Later on, he tweeted, The whole WWE system is fraud. They created this system where you can't trust anyone. You grow cold and you grow apart from what you love the most. The fact that Hulk Hogan is still employed after giving the locker room an apology for being caught says enough. Shortly after this, he turned to Ring of Honor, calling out Ring of Honor for a lack of representation in their main event picture, making comments about Jay Lethal in the process as well. And then he uploaded a video where he accuses WWE of not caring about black people. Jordan Miles has since deleted the previous two tweets. Uh, Several fans asked Jordan Miles to apologize to Jay Lethal for some of the comments he made. And Jordan Miles said no. In response to a few people calling for apologies, Jordan Miles said, why should I apologize for being honest? Why should I not voice my opinion and state the facts about the state of the business? I am proud to be a professional wrestler and I'm even more proud to be an African-American. Stand with me and stand behind me. Also in response to a Twitter user who asked Jordan Miles what he believed the end game was, Miles responded by saying, better representation and to be heard. Now, PWI Insider has uh, added some more to this story. They are reporting that Miles has not been at the WWE Performance Center in recent weeks. So it's very possible that there have been issues between Miles and the WWE for quite some time now. The last time he was featured uh, as part of a live event for NXT goes all the way back to the 21st of September. It was a live show in Melbourne, Florida. So he's very much been not part of the mix for quite some time now. Now, a few people have commented on this and some, like Titus O'Neil, 
in the WWE have reached out to Jordan Miles. Titus O'Neil tweeted, I'm 100% in agreement that the t-shirt is very distasteful. That being said, bringing others into this to vent your frustrations or issues that have nothing to do with WWE or the shirt is also very distasteful. It is for the culture. Don't attack those in it. Booker T has also spoken on his radio show about the situation. He said, this going to social media crap is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't know when is the last time somebody on social media signed my check. I'm standing way back on this one because this could have been handled a whole lot different than it's being handled. This is not a Colin Kaepernick moment. If anybody has something to say, I'm a very easy man to find. So that is where we stand with the Jordan Miles t-shirt story. No doubt there is more to come from this. And as soon as we know, you will know as well. It's Friday Night Smackdown tonight live from the Sprint Center in Kansas City, Missouri. Smackdown on FS1. So we knew it was going to be a tough one for Smackdown this week, but I don't think we really thought it would be as as tough as it has been. So uh, the World Series was on Fox. So Smackdown was moved to FS1, a lesser known station in less markets. But they did everything they could, WWE, to advertise that it was going to be on FS1 instead of Fox. They certainly heavily loaded the show with guys like Brock Lesnar, with guys like Kane Velasquez, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair. Uh, huge matches announced as well. And so they were ready to take a hit, but they were going to do everything they could to keep that number relatively high. So when the result came in that FS1's SmackDown did 888,000 viewers, there might have been a touch cause for concern because this wasn't for the one to trying that they they really wanted to make sure this show stayed high and that's a good number for for, for most tv but it's barely a quarter of what Friday Night Smackdown's been getting since it debuted on Fox. And this was a really a really star-powered show as well, which is cause for concern. Uh, some celebrations in the AEW camp silently, as uh, this number is lower than every single number that AEW has done so far. So there's definitely some cause for celebration there as well. The real number to watch, though, is next week. Once, once Crown Jewel is out of the way... Uh, once we're back on Fox, as opposed to FS1, there we'll get a real state of play of where the SmackDown ratings truly fit. Welcome to the Riyadh season. Our signature event, Crown Jewel, will be a spectacle of historic proportions, bringing together WWE superstars from both past and present. Talking of Crown Jewel, all 20 participants for the U.S. title number one contenders Battle Royal were revealed on SmackDown on Friday night as well. We know that Shelton Benjamin, Akira Tozawa, Tony Nese, Titus O'Neil, Sin Cara, Brian Kendrick, R-Truth, Mojo Rawley, Eric Rowan, Sunil Singh, No Way Jose, Umberto Carrillo, Heath Slater, Cedric Alexander, Buddy Murphy, Andrade, Drake Maverick, Eric Young and Luke Harper are all going to be a part of that match. The winner will get a shot 
at the US champion AJ Styles on the main show. Also that night, as we know, Brock Lesnar will defend the WWE title against Cain Velasquez. We'll see Braun Strowman take on Tyson Fury. Seth Rollins defends the Universal title against The Fiend. Falls count anywhere. The match can't stop for any reason. Presumably it can stop when somebody wins, unless it just goes on forever. Uh, of, of course, Mansoor gets his sixth-month pay-per-view rollout. He's a, taking on Cesaro. That'll be a fun little match. I'm excited for that. The World Cup Tag Team Turmoil is on. The New Day, the Viking Raiders, the Revival, the OC, Heavy Machinery, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, the Lucha House Party, Ziggler and Rude, and the B Team are all competing in a big old Tag Team Turmoil as well. And of course, it's Team Hogan, Roman Reigns, Rusev, Ricochet, Ali, and Shorty G taking on Team Flair, which is Randy Orton, King Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Hogan and Flair in the corners, respectively. That is your card for Crown Jewel on Thursday. Corey Graves was talking about Crown Jewel with Sports Illustrated. He talks about how the wrestlers feel about the show. And uh, Corey said, it's a long, gruelling trip over there, but most of the talent like it because it's a pretty good payday. To me, it's super exciting to have these totally unusual attractions like Velasquez and Lesnar and Fury and Strowman. And he touches on the, uh, the, the, the very political issue of doing shows in Saudi Arabia. And Corey Graves says, if you take any sort of political feeling out of the equation, aren't you, as a fan of WWE, curious and excited to watch these attractions? Now, for after Crown Jewel, what's Cain Velasquez got in mind? Well, according to Sam Roberts' wrestling podcast, Velasquez has other gold on his mind. As uh, so When Sam Roberts asked Cain Velasquez what the plan was once he finished off with Brock Lesnar, Rey Mysterio interjected to say they will be going after the WWE Tag Team Championships. Could Cain Velasquez be the highest paid tag team champion of all time in WWE? Very, very likely. Paradigm Pro Wrestling, an independent promotion based out of Kentucky, have issued an apology following an incident on their Friday night show in Jeffersonville between Cole Radrick and High Zaya. Radrick tweeted, Last Friday, I had a knife pulled on me and held to my neck in the ring mid-promo in a situation I had no prior knowledge or approval of by a wrestler that was intoxicated and under the influence. Paradigm Pro Wrestling later tweeted out an apology saying, we did not know Isaiah's mental state at the time. As a matter of timing, he went right out to the ring after coming to the building. Although Isaiah had not performed for us in over a year, we had worked with Isaiah many times in the past and never had an issue. Unfortunately, the situation was quickly out of control. The statement adds that Isaiah will not be booked on PPW events going forward. Some injury news to report on. We'll start with Xavier Woods, who shared Instagram footage uh, from a fan in Melbourne of the moment his injury took took place. And it's heartbreaking because it wasn't anything like OTT or ridiculous. It was just uh, Xavier Woods and Dash Wilder going through just a, a sequence of moves and events of, of leapfrogs and Irish whips. And uh, it was just as uh, Xavier Woods slid down the back of Dash Wilder to get out of a power slam move. He landed awkwardly on his foot, went to run the ropes and just collapsed. He rolled to the outside of the ring and then you see Biggie and the right Revival finish off the match best they can. And fortunately, we found out not long afterwards that it was an Achilles tear 
that Xavier Woods has suffered, which means that Xavier Woods could be out of action for over a year. Uh, the Instagram footage is pretty heartbreaking of himself in his big old cast watching the injury take place because it was something just so simple and by the numbers. You can support Xavier Woods whilst he spends the year rehabbing. Follow him on Twitter, follow him on Instagram. Subscribe to Up Up Down Down, his YouTube channel. He's a gamer when he's not wrestling. I think he's going to have loads of time to rack up some decent scores on WWE 2K20's My Career Mode. Best wishes to you, Xavier. Get well very soon. Also, Jay Lethal had a slight delay to his journey home after Honor United, uh, after breaking his arm in a match with PCO uh, whilst working over in the UK. Uh, he couldn't fly out until he was medically cleared to do so. He was placed in a soft cast before he left as well. Uh, and he's going to be seeing uh, an orthopedist in the next day or so. Uh, to set the bone and get him back on the road to recovery. Uh, it looks like the hope is, if the, the break isn't too bad, uh, that he'll be back wrestling in time for Ring of Honor's final battle pay-per-view on the 13th of December. Jinder Mahal has also spoke about his injury status. Uh, he's been away from the ring uh, after injuring his knee. Uh, he spoke to Fan Buzz about a return date, in which he informed them he'll be returning not until the new year at the earliest. So don't be surprised if Jinder Mahal Hall turns up as a run-in during the Royal Rumble. Uh, Luchasaurus injury, finally. Uh, he's still out uh, following that injury that took him out of the tag team tournament a couple of weeks back. Uh, but he did appear on Saturday night for pure pro wrestling. Uh, he was booked to wrestle, uh, but obviously as a result of his hamstring injury, uh, he was unable to do so. But he did come out. He did get involved in the main event and he helped CJ Anderson beat Congo Kong. So he's certainly at a point where he's getting back into the rigors of wrestling once again. So hopefully we'll see Luchasaurus back in an AE dub ring sooner rather than later. New NXT signing got a big showcase on Raw last night. Sin Cara introduced his brand new manager uh, to the wrestling world, Carolina, uh, a.k.a. Catalina Garcia, a.k.a. La Diva Del Ring, Jesse from Chile. Uh, she was signed to NXT back in August. Uh, this feels like this might just be a, a temporary thing for her while Sin Cara and Andrade do the rounds on Monday Night Raw. Uh, but she, she looked great. She looked like she was in good form. And there's good things happening for La Diva Del Ring in WWE. Steve Austin's new show on the WWE Network starts on Thursday. The Broken Skull sessions are going to be interview segments with different wrestlers uh, around the company. Now, last time Stone Cold did this on the WWE Network, we saw some, we saw a very cringeworthy interview with the former Dean Ambrose, John Moxley. We saw a very cringy interview with Vince McMahon, but for better reasons. Lots of talk on brass rings and talent being underutilized. So Steve Austin's got a really good way uh, when it comes to interviewing. It's sort of a no BS approach. So I'm excited to watch Broken Skull Sessions when it debuts on Thursday. And AEW Dynamite is returning home to Jacksonville to start 2020. They announced yesterday uh, that Daly's Place Amphitheater in Jacksonville, Florida is going to host the New Year's Day episode of Dynamite, uh, the homecoming edition, as they are calling it. This is really holy ground uh, for AEW. Daly's Place uh, is connected to the bank field, which is the home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, that's where Fight for the Fallen was held. That was where their first public event was held back in January. So it does feel special that they're going to be doing the first show of 2020 at this venue. Uh, tickets are going on sale this Friday at noon Eastern if you want to be a part of it.
And finally, Impact Wrestling have been making the news for good reasons over the last couple of weeks. Bound for Glory uh, was an, another powerful show. So they make their proper full return to Axis TV tonight. They're really touting this as the start of a new era for Impact Wrestling. They have announced a TNA revival show for WrestleMania weekend. And the hits keep on coming. Last night, they taped a very special episode of Impact Wrestling that's going to air on Thanksgiving weekend called Throwback Throwdown. They filmed an episode of Impact Wrestling in a studio setting, not unlike NWA Power are doing right now. And everybody is dressed in 80s wrestling gimmicks. I don't want to give too much away. Okay, but what I will tell you, Michael Elgin and Madman Fulton play a Russian tag team. A heel Russian tag team, just like the old days. I'm really excited to see that. By the way, NWA Power's on tonight. You're going to watch it with me, aren't you? Brilliant. I was hoping you would. Thank you for downloading the Cultaholic Daily News podcast. Mr. Pachiti will be along on our YouTube channel later on today with a new episode of Raw Graded. Also, the Raw WTF moments with Ross Tweddle later today as well. And if you missed it over the weekend, find out what happened to every single wrestler signed by the WWF from WCW in 2001, the sort of invasion roster, if you will. Find out what they are up to right now. There's some who have fallen off the radar and gone on to do really incredible non-wrestling jobs. Watch the video, you'll see for yourself. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you, bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.